0: I always like trying new things, meeting new people, except the one time I tried karaoke and ended up chipping my front tooth. True story. Anyway, keep the drums. Welcome to Apache the Blue. We're going to have honesty hour right at the beginning of the show. I don't want you guys to lie. You could be open with me. We're nice and welcoming here. There's going to be no judgment whatsoever. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's a tough question. Nobody really likes to answer this question. It's a bit hard to admit it, but we're going to do it anyway. Ready? You ready for the question? How much time per day? Do you spend on social media? I know the answer could be, well, it depends on the circumstances. Yeah, it depends for me too. It really does kind of depend on the day. Is it sunny? Is it rainy? Do I got people around me? Am I just chilling by myself? It can either be five minutes or it can be five hours. Sometimes there's no in between. It's a real range, right? But we all spend at least some portion of our day on social media. I did the research on this one. I who said that? Was that the girl from like the magic school bus? Oh, please, please call me out if I'm wrong, but I don't know why. It's given Miss Frizzle student... Anyway, I did the research on this, and on average, human beings, like we like to call ourselves, spend two hours and just under 30 minutes a day. So we'll call it two hours and 30 minutes a day on social media. I'm not including any other forms of screen time. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't even want to know the answer to that question, how much we spend on our screen. I can only imagine for myself what... Working at a desk, it's probably close to like 12 hours or something. Oh my gosh. But social media time, two and a half hours a day. I'm a math guy, so let's get some percentages in here. Let's make it nice and pretty like a data scientist would. Paint the numbers around the narrative that I want to create. Let's say you get average eight hours of sleep per day, just like the doctor orders. So you're awake 16 hours a day. That means if you're spending two and a half hours a day on social media, that's 15% of your day right there spent scrolling through the good old phone. I know for me, and I bet for you, you feel the same way. That, there's no way. 15% of the day, it does not feel like that sometimes. That little 30-second check of Instagram, oh, I was just gonna see if my friend posted. That 30-second check of TikTok, oh, I just wanna watch a quick video. 30 seconds turns into 30 minutes in the blink of an eye. Last episode, I was talking about how social media has skewed numbers for us unlike anything else in human history. And the example that I was using is A video can garner about 100,000 views or so, probably even more. I should've gone higher in the example. We can call it a million. A video can get a million views nowadays and somebody will look at that video and say, oh, a million? That's really not that much. And I love the feedback that I got on that little clip of it. I was reading through the comments and some people were saying, yeah, it really isn't that much. If you're looking through it through the whole lens of the internet, just YouTube specifically even, 100K views compared to the hundreds of billions, with a B, of views that come through the internet on a yearly basis, yeah, 100K isn't nothing. Absolutely nothing. And on top of that, what we might be calling a view, quote unquote, if you're just listening, that might just be somebody scrolling to your video, they stop for two seconds out of the 20 that your video actually is, if it's just short form content. If it's long form, oh my gosh, nobody finishes those anymore. But if it's just two out of 20 seconds, that counts as a view sometimes. So somebody viewed two out of 20 seconds of your video and then they're scrolling on by. They have no retention of what they actually just paid attention to. But YouTube's calling it a view. TikTok's calling it a view. So that 100,000 people that are viewing your video, how many of them are actually viewing the video? All very fair points made by people on the internet. That's why I love the internet sometimes. People provide that new perspective. Now, while my point was, If 100,000 people showed up at my doorstep tomorrow, I have no idea what I would do. I would probably be frozen, just kind of jaw dropped, just like, how did you all find out where I lived? I I couldn't even imagine what that would look like. That's a football stadium times two of people just at your doorstep. I think all of us would be a little nervous about that amount of of people uh, in real life. But when it comes to the fake life on social media that we love to call, it's not real life, it's just social media, 100K Yeah, if you view it in that lens of the grand scheme of things, it's not that much. And what I loved most about this alternative perspective was that idea of true attention. Yes, technically 100K people viewed your video, but like I said, if they're only viewing two out of the 20 seconds, did they really view the video? How many of them? might have gone halfway, and then they got bored. How many of them maybe viewed the whole 20 seconds, but then they scrolled right on by, and now they've viewed five more videos, and they can't even tell you what they just watched a whole minute ago. If it's five 20-second videos in in, in consecutive order, it's just like, uh, it's gone in the wind. Absolutely gone, never to be remembered again. At least when you go buy a ticket to go sit in that football stadium, you're forking over some money. You've paid, and now the idea is they're supposed to have your attention. I know sporting events don't always work that way, especially if you're going to like something like a baseball game and stuff like that. You don't always have the full attention of the viewer, but at least you know that you have some of the attention. When you're on the internet, you can't even guarantee that you have some of the attention of the proposed viewer. I would be shocked if anybody listens to any of these shows that I put together in its entirety, even in the clips, and they view it in its entirety. I'd be stunned. The view itself might not be real, but what is very real is the amount of time that has gone by. Let's do a visualization of just one person out of these hypothetical 100,000. Let's give them a name. Um, Norm. Norm, I I did a cut in the video there because I had to think about it for a second, but you know, I used Norm... (laughs) multiple times throughout my life as a hypothetical person i love the name norm for some reason it's like a hypothetical maybe because i don't know a real person named norm mcdonald but i don't know him personally so i'm getting really sidetracked today and rambling anyway norm is the hypothetical viewer out of this 100k norm is on his phone and he's viewing my video for all of 15 seconds He takes a look at it, 15 seconds go by, and he's scrolling on by. Now, Norm does the same thing. He's scrolling through TikTok, and he's doing the same thing to about 100 other videos he's watching in his 30-second session that's now turned into quite a little bit more. He scrolls through the next 100 videos, not retaining any of them, but then he sees that one video that really catches his attention. It's really got him hooked. He's watching this one for a minute. What? A minute? That's insanity. He's watching for a whole minute. He watches this video for a whole minute. Video number 101 has really caught his attention. He's gotten that hit of dopamine that he hasn't gotten from the other 100 videos. His thumb is off the hamster wheel of scrolling, and his attention is focused. But just for a minute, because then he's looking at the Instagram of the creator whose video he just watched, and now he's scrolling through Instagram, looking through all the pictures of people that he doesn't even know has no relevance to his life. He's just back on the hamster wheel with his thumb. Um, by the way, that minute-long video that he watched before, Can't even remember it. Now he's hopping through Instagram. He started that one creator's profile, but now he's on a a creator fifth removed and he's just scrolling through and scrolling through. And before you know it, 15 more minutes have gone by. And now Norm looks up and he says, oh, I started at four o'clock. Now it's five o'clock. Whoa, that time went by fast. And you know what? I have no recollection of really anything that I did. Maybe I could tell you the last thing that I saw or maybe I could tell you bits and pieces of that one minute video that I really liked. But the hundred other videos and all all the photos that I just looked at in that time period, yeah, I can't I can't really tell you what I looked at. The attention almost entirely was not real. Nothing was really gained in terms of knowledge, even enjoyment. It was just kind of mindless scrolling, but what was very real is that 1 hour has passed. 1 whole hour has gone by. Social media has absolutely destroyed our perception of time. People will say that you need to be cautious when choosing a job because you don't want to sacrifice your time in return for money in a situation that you don't really like. But then, on average, we'll sacrifice 15% of our time throughout the day for absolutely nothing in return by scrolling through social media and we don't even blink twice. Yes, Don't get me wrong. On occasion, do we scroll through social media? Something truly makes us laugh. We see a moment of our friends and family posting on social media, and we feel truly happy for them. We get that joy because they have joy. Yes, that obviously exists. There's always outliers. The world is not black and white. It's always gray. Same thing in that monotonous job that I'm using as a hypothetical. That job you go to, you don't really like it, but you're sacrificing your time for money. Can there be moments in there where you crack a smile, where something gives you joy in your day? Absolutely. There's always the gray Area. But at least when that job is truly monotonous and you're not getting any fulfillment or any enjoyment out of it, at least you're still getting something returned in the form of money. And yeah, we could talk about how money is not the best thing in the world if you're looking at it from a greed perspective, but we all need money. We all need that in return for our time in some fashion. When we're scrolling through social media and we're not getting anything in return, what is the point? I'm going to ask you another hard question. yes. Still, judgment-free zone. I'm not throwing any shade anybody's way. I'm guilty of this, too. I think I'm offender number one on this next one. It's been a long time. I think this right here, this podcast, might be the first legitimate answer to this question. Ready? Here's the question. When's the last time you tried something genuinely new? No, I don't mean when's the last time you went to Starbucks and you got a different flavor coffee than you did from the day before, or when's the last time you went to the movie theater and actually saw a new movie in the theaters? No. No. That's not what I mean. I'm talking about when's the last time you actually tried to pick up a new hobby? You tried to learn a new skill. Maybe you're trying to learn a new language. Maybe you're trying to learn a new a new TikTok dance. I don't even know. Something. You tried to pick up a new skill. You tried to pick up a new hobby. Something that would add a little bit of spice to your life. Something to switch it up. Something to make you a more well-rounded person. Something that's going to help you grow. When's the last time you tried to do that? I know personally for me, and if you're anything like me, out in the, ooh, spooky, it's spooky season, real world, it can feel like there's not even time to breathe, during the work week especially, it can be absolutely hectic, the daily routine, I'll give you mine, it's wake up, go hit the gym before work, go commute to work, go work the entire day, commute back home, go have dinner with the family, spend some time with the dogs, try to do Anything, just a little bit of time for myself, and which is usually spent scrolling through social media, and then by then, it's time to go to bed. That's the entire day. Doesn't sound like there's any time in between for anything else, and I'm sure you feel the same way. If only I knew in college, yeah, I might not have thought I had time then. Oh, I had time. I had a lot of time. But that's looking at the daily schedule from a first-level thinking perspective. One of my favorite quotes that I've ever heard which I'm so grateful that I heard it was from my finance professor. And she said this first level thinking doesn't get you very far. It's that second level of thinking and beyond is where the real change starts to happen. We were thinking about this in a finance perspective. And she was saying that second level of thinking, when you go beyond just looking at numbers and really seeing what the story is that they're telling you, that's how you go from being a junior level person in a finance organization to being the CFO and beyond. That's what I want to get across with this first, and second level thinking. Once you're looking at your schedule from a second level of thinking, that's how you go from seeing, oh, I have no time in my day to seeing, wow, there really is a lot of time in my day. So let's look at the daily schedule from a second level of thinking. And what's hard about second level thinking is in this case, you have to be able to be honest with yourself and critique yourself and say, oh yeah, maybe I'm not using my schedule in the best fashion. Again, my daily routine, but let's look at it from a second level. I wake up. I don't immediately go to the gym. No, there's that little window in between where, of course, I'm like you all. I'm no different. I'm guilty myself. The first thing I do is I check my phone. It was really bad when I was going through college. I've been trying to get better, but yep, checking my phone. I'm at the gym. It's still early in the morning. Maybe I haven't fully finished checking my phone. So in between sets, what am I doing? Checking my phone. The commute to work. Don't worry. I don't text and drive. I don't use my phone and drive. I'm not checking the phone there. But, you know, the phone's still on the background. It's playing music, stuff like that. Always connected to the phone. Always have that idea in my mind that maybe I'm missing something. I'm at work. You don't work straight eight, nine hours a day. No, you get get lunch breaks. You have a little bit of downtime. And sometimes, what do we spend it doing? Checking the phone. Maybe somebody posted in the middle of the day. I don't know. Get back home. Time to have dinner with the family. And somehow, the phone finds its way onto the table. Now, I'm scrolling, looking through the phone instead of paying attention to my family during dinner. Now, dinner's over. And now, I have a little bit of time to myself, but I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I don't have any energy to do anything. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go lay down in bed. I'm going to scroll through my phone until I pass out and go to bed. That's the second level thinking right there when it comes to the schedule. Thinking about all that time that I think is filled up, but what's it really being filled up with? Stuff that is not providing me with anything in return. Now, it's spooky season. Let's really scare you. Let's go back to that example that I said at the beginning. On average, we're spending 15% of the day on social media. I don't want to look at this at a daily basis. I want to look at this on a bigger scale, just like you should. So bigger scale, 15% of the day during the work week, let's say 15% through all five days of the work week. So 15 times 5, get the calculator out, that's 75% right there. Weekends, let's assume it's nice out. We all want to get outside. We want to spend some time with friends and family. Let's be generous here. Let's reduce some of the time spent on the phone. Let's call it 12 and a half. We'll take a little shave off the top. Make it 12 and a half for Saturday and Sunday. Add that up, that's another 25%. So just one week alone, that's 100%, which translates to one entire day one entire day out of the week. And again, when we're thinking of days, I know some of you math aficionados are gonna be like, that doesn't add up to 24 hours. We're talking about hours that you're actually awake because I'm making the assumption that you have to sleep. I hope that's a safe assumption. So we're talking about daily waking hours. That's 16 hours in a week spent on social media. Now, 52 weeks in a year. Multiply that by 52. That is 52 waking days that you are spending on social media 16 times 52 do the math on that that's how many hours you are spending a year on social media on average and again mind you this is just social media i bet if we threw in the tv time any other time that we spend staring at a screen for whatever unknown reason it may be yeah you probably go from that 16 waking hours to that 24 full hours Pretty close, pretty quickly. Social media is the biggest opportunity cost in this world that nobody talks about. We put in all of this time into social media to get absolutely nothing in return when we could have been spending it out in the real world, gaining knowledge, making ourselves a better version of ourselves, but instead we're spending it scrolling away. Let's get to that third level of thinking. Let's imagine what our days could be. If we cut out that time that we spend on social media and we spend it in other ways. Now, I'm not trying to be the typical YouTube guru telling you that you have to go I don't know, take cold showers and read 15 books in the morning before you even hopped out of bed. No, I don't believe that any of that stuff is going to be the difference maker between making you wildly successful and where you are now. But I do like some of the ideas in there that instead of spending that time scrolling away on social media, that we can fill it with other things that might change our mindset around a little bit more, make us more productive, make us feel better. So at the end of the day, we do have that energy. We've put in the time in the beginning of our day, in the middle of our day, to feed our body properly, to take the next necessary steps to get exercise stuff like that so we feel good at the end of the day so we can have that time back to work on those projects to work on acquiring that new skill stuff like that so let's look at our day in a more whole perspective we wake up first thing in the morning don't look at the phone you don't need it you don't need it if you really do need it take a quick look see if anybody urgently needs you put it down if it's nice out go enjoy the morning air Get right for the day. Just get in the mindset. If it's, (laughs) even if it is nice out, but if it's cold out, cook a healthy breakfast. Get the energy you need to get going throughout the day. Maybe even if you want to, do some morning reading. Take some time for yourself. If you're a more spiritual person, take that time to have your spirituality, whether that be on a spiritual level, a religion, anything like that. Make that time for yourself. Going to work through the day. Instead of scrolling through social media throughout your lunch break, throughout any breaks that you have, go take a walk, get outside, get that vitamin D. You know how many people are deprived of vitamin D? I'm going to look this up. Okay, I just looked it up. You want to know how many people are vitamin D deficient? One billion. One billion. That's one in seven, one in eight almost. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. You know what vitamin D does for you? You know what studies show that vitamin D does? It is shown to reduce mood swings and depression. And one in seven people don't get enough vitamin D. Instead of scrolling through your phone on that work break, go get out. Go out into the world. It's one of the best things that you could do to improve that energy level. You can't get out into the world. It's it's cloudy outside. It's raining. It's not a great day. Maybe there's another reason you can't get outside. Interact with your coworkers. Interact with the people around you. Just have some interaction. Instead of being siloed off all day, bounce ideas off each other. Genuinely care about what the other person is doing. Any form of social interaction in real life can make your day that much better. Time to hit the gym. Leave that phone locked away in the locker. Don't let anybody steal it, but don't bring it with you. There's music playing in the gym most of the time. You'll get your music, but you don't need that distraction. Reduce that rest time that you have. You'll have a better workout. You'll be more focused. Back at the dinner table with your family? Good. You don't need the phone. You could put it away for 30 minutes. Enjoy the time with your family. You don't get enough of it. I don't get enough of it. None of us do. If you have the family, if you have the friends around you, enjoy their company. Genuinely care about how their day was. Have a laugh. Enjoy the moment. Just be present. You be stunned how being present can just change your mentality and change your mood around. So once you've gone through your whole day, everything's progressed the way that we just talked about, now you're at the end of your day. And now you feel nice and energized where you get to the point and you say, hmm, I do have the energy to work on that project. I do have the energy to work on that skill set that I wanted to work on. It's insane. Just the little changes, third-level thinking about how you can rearrange your schedule. Removing excess amounts of social media from our life should be priority number one for improving our mood, for improving how much energy we have in the day, and for improving our presence in the real world. But just like anything else, making a positive change in your life comes with some form of sacrifice and in all cases sacrifice involves sacrificing your time it can be difficult in some cases having to sacrifice time with family and friends having to sacrifice time doing other activities if you love heck even having to sacrifice sleep i'm a big advocate you should try to get that eight hours of sleep but if you're an excess sleeper you sleep like nine ten sometimes you gotta sacrifice a little bit more time is the most valuable resource that we have It is ever fleeting and we never know how much time we're actually going to have at the end of the day. But if we're going under the assumption that every day that we have, that's an absolute gift, we're gonna make it through the entire day, we can make a safe assumption that we're all gonna have 24 hours in that day. No more and no less. So instead of having the mindset that I don't have the time in the day, It should be, no, you do have the time in the day. We all have 24 hours in the day. You just don't make the time in the day. People will say that time management is one of the most important skills that you can have. I agree, time management is good, but time management is not the skill that is the real difference maker. Anybody with a little bit of practice can be really good at allocating their time and filling their day up with different tasks to help get through the day, manage their day, block it all out, have that schedule. That's the first level thinking. The second level thinking is the real skill, and that's time investing. Whoever is the best at choosing where to invest 15 hours a week, where to invest 20 hours a week, is going to be the one that wins in the long run. It's the same thing with money. Anybody with a little bit of practice can be good at managing their money, knowing putting it here, putting some there, keeping some under the mattress. It's those who are the best at investing their money, though, who are the ones who win in the long run. It's those who make it work for them. Time is a currency just like money. I'll say it again. Time is a currency just like money. Once you start investing your time the same way you invest your money, you will start seeing your time work for you just like money will work for you. What I mean by that is you invest your time into certain hobbies and certain skills now so that in the future, you start seeing your time free up more and more. Now you have more time to do the things that you really love, spending time with friends and family, doing the things that you love, going outside and spending time out there. You'll see your schedule free up and now you don't have to worry about allocating your time, that first level thinking, because you made the investment early on and now that schedule is freeing up for you. Your time Is working for you. But we're all hypocrites. Me, first and foremost, no exceptions to the rule. The whole point of this initial discussion was social media. And just because I gave this whole speech, I'm not going to stop using social media. No way. I'm going to keep scrolling through. At this point, I'm conditioned to do it. (laughs) Let's be honest. I'm going to keep scrolling through, but it's me making that in time investment now. I got to make that conscious effort. How can I use social media to help? get something out of that opportunity cost and i'll give you a hint it's in the name thank you so much for checking out the show if you enjoyed the show please leave a rating is the best way we can help spread awareness about the show help get some eyes on it help us all learn how we can invest our time better if you're on youtube hit that notification bell hit that subscribe button whatever you gotta do with cool youtuber stuff i gotta say it. next episode we're all hypocrites every single one of us myself no exception i'm gonna keep scrolling through social media absolutely i consume 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 just like anybody else But we can help change that. So how are we going to change that? Well, we're going to change that and we're going to change the direction of this show here. Yes, I'm very excited for the next episode. We're going to be making an amazing announcement about where we're going with the future of the show. And I hope you all can tune in and see what is coming next because I think you're going to really enjoy it. Once again, thank you so much for checking out the show. Until next time, see you.